Alright everybody, here we are. Whether whether or not we should be here, who really knows, but we're here for another episode of the Weekly Wilson Podcast. You can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. I am your stuffy host, Brian Wilson. Oh hey, didn't see you there. My name's Jay Wilson, I'm your other host. What were you looking at? I was just happening on by, saw that the computer was running. It was already recording. Thought I'd stop by and record a quick pod. Yeah, you know, how we always do. Yeah, candid. Yep. I'm feeling, you know, the stuffy stuffy feeling? (laughs) Yeah, well, no, not like, it's not, not like sick stuffy. Not like a stuffy nose, but are you ever home and you're just like a little warm? Yeah, sometimes running a little hot. Kind of. Yeah, like, <laughs> engine's running a little hot. You kind of feel like a blob. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like I usually feel this way after playing a lot of video games or watching a lot of TV, but I don't think I did either of those things today. Yeah, I'll get, like, congested sometimes randomly, I feel like. You know, if you've been outside for a long time or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just dehydrated. Who knows? Maybe. Speaking of running hot, you remember your toilet on Victor Street? Oh, yeah, that toilet ran hot. <laughs> Was it like, did you guys fix it and accidentally hooked no. it up to the wrong line, or was it? No, it was already like that. Yeah, so that's a good um, crappy apartments that we've lived in throughout our lives note is, yeah, one of the apartments, they basically switched the hot and cold water lines mm-hmm. somewhere in the piping, so everything upstairs, the hot and cold knobs were reversed, which is like, you adjust to it easy enough, yeah. just like cold's on the left instead of on the right. But that means the toilet only gets one kind of water. So the toilet was getting the hot water <laughs> instead of the cold water. So it was kind of nice, you know, like when the toilet sometimes accidentally splashes your bum. Yeah, it would just be nice. It was, it was warm. Yeah, it was lukewarm. Oh, my word. But then also it did cause, I think, some of the seals on the toilet to deteriorate faster than they should have. So uh, we did have some toilet issues, but uh, yeah. It's a bummer. Also, there was one night after a party when the handle disappeared from our toilet. <laughs> so that was one of the clutch moments of having a 3D printer. We were able to 3D print another handle. Ah, classic. Was it just a, yeah. I forget, was it a regular handle or did you guys jazz it up at all? Um, I think it was just a normal handle. Ah, that's lame. Which, knowing Kyle, I'm honestly surprised it was just a normal handle. I'm surprised it wasn't, like, penis-shaped or something. That <laughs> is shocking. Um, yeah. Well, Brian, how was, how was your week... Well, as you can see, we're already being generous with the digressions because not a lot happened this week. I do have a few notable stories, interesting, fun stories, okay. but nothing like really big to report on. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a fire truck? What? Something like really big. I guess fire trucks are pretty big. You didn't see a single fire truck? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I saw the ice cream truck again today. Here's a question. What's the difference between a fire truck and a fire engine? Well, the engine is part of the truck. Well, haven't least. you ever heard them just called a, a fire engine? Is that, isn't that that a thing? Well, yeah. Yeah. Which, anytime you see a fire truck, there's also probably a fire engine. Are all engines so fire engines? Because they're combustion. Well, not a steam engine. <laughs> this is my, this is my <laughs> steam-powered Honda. <laughs> Wood-burning. Aren't they going back to steam for some things? What? <laughs> Aren't they, isn't Steam big? Well, I know there's the gaming platform Steam. There's the band Steam Powered Giraffe. 
feel like Steam's making a comeback. Well, isn't... Neither of which are new. <laughs> Steam is still the only way that they produce power, really, right? Yeah, like, power plants all use Steam. Yeah. But there's also fire involved, but not at a nuclear plant. No fire there. Hmm. Um, so what happened this week? <laughs> well, Jay, I surprised Sydney. And this surprise, this was one of the best surprises I've ever done. Because, Jay, the surprise was so buried, so kept secret, I didn't tell anybody. Okay. So much so that I almost forgot myself. Nice. <laughs> but um, on Tuesday, Sydney came home from work, mm-hmm. had a long day, had to do a lot of work. It was very harrowing. Yes. So she was exhausted, Haggard. just needed a, needed to pick me up, and I was like, "Well, I have good news for you." I forget how I presented it exactly, but basically, I told her I was like, "Well, do you want to do something fun tomorrow to like feel better?" And she's like, "Yeah, well, what could we do?" And I was like, "You want to go to a concert?" And she was like, "Where?" And I was like, "At the amphitheater downtown." And she's like, "Who's playing? Why? Like, why would we go to a concert?" And I was like. Oh, nobody, just Lake Street Dive. Yeah. And she was freaking out. She's like, can we get tickets? And I was like, Sydney, I bought tickets months ago. <laughs> burning a hole in my pocket. And she was so excited. I did such a good job. But yeah, I like almost forgot myself. Because I meant to tell her when I got home. My plan was I would get home and we'd be hanging out, being all happy. And she would be, I'm so, she would say, I'm so glad you're home. And then I would go, yeah, I'm just happy I made it in time for the concert. Because it was kind of getting to be a close call with how late the outage was going. Because mm-hmm. um, I got home, what was it, Monday? Yeah. And the concert was Wednesday, yeah. Oh, so I wanted to be like, yeah, I'm just happy I got home in time for the concert. And then she'd be like, what concert? And I'd be like, oh, did I not tell you? Yeah. Um, but I forgot that. And then just basically just completely forgot about the concert. And I was like, oh, I need to tell her today. And then she <laughs> happened to have a tough day. So it worked yeah. out really well. So yeah, yeah, we were all excited. Cool story how you, that was a cool story how you like almost had a good line. I know, right? <laughs> That's the story of my life. Is like I always come up with these great ways to present things or like deliver surprises, yeah. and then it comes out to uh, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then the next day, I was checking the tickets to make sure everything was in order, and it said the concert was postponed. So, that was unfortunate. Oh, no. <laughs> we got so excited so fast, and then it just got ripped away. Um, but apparently the lead singer got sick. What? So, they postponed. So, they did not do the concert in Wilmington, but now I think they've started up again. But they went to, like, the next concert in the queue. So, they're in mm-hmm. Virginia now. So, what I think is they were towards the end of the tour. So, I think they're finishing up the tour and then circling back and doing any of the ones they missed. Okay. Because they had to cancel in Charlotte, Wilmington, and maybe a couple others. Mm. But now, depending on when they reschedule, I'm like, what if I'm not here? Yeah, that could be a bummer. Because I'm about to leave in a couple weeks again. So they better consult me before they pick the new date. Yeah, maybe I'll have to fly down to Wilmington, since I was the one who discovered them. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, I, I, obviously if I'm gone, yeah. Sydney can just go with somebody else, yeah. but I want to go. Yeah, no, it's I a good I was really band. excited. Well, Brian, so, yeah. uh, you know, in preparation, you could just run through all the hypotheticals in your head. Yeah. 
that would be a good way play out all the possibilities. possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lake Street dive humor. Um, oh yes. <laughs> but I uh, I had a I had a weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. You didn't skip it this time. Um, <laughs> no, I did not. I opted to endure the weekend. Um, so Friday didn't do hardly anything because I had to prepare my body and soul for the race on Saturday morning. Okay. And by Saturday you do morning, soul preparations now. Yes. Um, I think not warming up my soul is how I got injured. That's probably it. Uh, you don't want to pull a soul that can put you out for eternity, probably. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, so I was taking it easy Friday night, just doing some homework and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting experience, though. I was on campus at a, hanging out with my buddy Mark, who's an RA. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Mark. And, uh, first of all, the residents on his floor are insufferable. I forgot how obnoxious that many children in one place can be. Um, Yeah, isn't it funny how freshmen in college feel like children to you now? Well, Brian, (laughs) they do things that you don't, you can't really wrap your head around, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like midnight, and mind you, I'm doing homework, so I'm not like trying to go to sleep or anything, but I'm in Mark's dorm, and like, there are... A myriad of children on the floor just singing as loud as they possibly can. Like, and they're good singers. They were CCM majors, to be fair. Okay. But they were going for the highest notes they could possibly hit. And just, like, really laying into it. And I, Mark complains about his residence sometimes. Or, like, he'll come just hang out at my house while I'm doing work sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, like, I love having company, but I'm not being very entertaining. I don't understand... Like, I, I never really understood why Mark was just, like, so willing to, like, walk over to my house for no reason. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, wait, I understand. get it now because <laughs> the frickin' residence, man. <laughs> they were talking today about, apparently, there was a, uh, there was a poop scare. <laughs> a poop scare? Yeah. <laughs> there was just a message in the group chat of their floor that was, um, dot, dot, dot. Somebody pooped on the floor. <laughs> like in the hallway? No, in the bathroom. But like on the floor. Oh. I was like, As what? you do. Who who pooped on the floor? <laughs> and why? Exactly. You're in the bathroom. Um, now, nah, but apparently it was like mayhem. Well, people were just, like, because then everyone chimed in and was like, yeah, that's freaking nasty. So like everyone knew that somebody pooped on the floor. Uh-huh. And then one dude was just in there being like, oh, jeez, I hope they don't figure it out. <laughs> but, uh... It's like, uh... What is it? I don't know. What are those games where you have to pretend you're, oh, Among like, Us? the assassin or something? Huh? Among Us? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... No, He's yeah. the pooper. Apparently it was fake poop, which they discovered. Eventually. Ah. And I was like, that's ridiculous. And then, but then quickly uh one of mark's residents who is also on the running club so we're like more buddy buddy with him he was like Mm -hmm. yeah but somebody actually did poop on the seventh floor so that's (laughs) (laughs) i was just like oh my goodness like what in what other context do people are people just not like oh that person must must be deranged 
Like, <laughs> I don't know. Drunk people can get away with a lot in college. But this kid is in college, living in a dorm. Like, they're theoretically on a good path in life. <laughs> theoretically. And they pooped on the floor. <laughs> I mean, a lot of my roommates peed on the floor. I've heard many peeing on the floor stories. That's yeah, a... I feel like it's worlds apart, Brian. <laughs> a very different echelon yeah. of intoxication. Or just, ex- pub- like, uh, societal acceptedness. Yeah. Societal acceptability? I don't know, yeah. Oh, man. But... Have I, have I ever told you about in Sig Ep when somebody pooped in the washing machine? <laughs> I think you did tell me about that. Pooping on the floor is bad because it's in a public space, but I, I guess a washing machine's a public space too, but that is a lot harder to recover oh, from. Oh, man. Because I didn't live in the house at that time, but I don't know if, like, just running the washing machine... No, they pooped in the dryer. Yeah. Even worse. That's not, like, aeration... Holes? You can't just run the dryer and get the poop out. If you if you run the dryer, I think that makes it a lot worse. I think there's no chance that I would use that dryer for the rest of its lifespan. No, yeah, that dryer's toast. Yeah. But, uh... So I was doing there's homework no Friday night. That. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> and, uh... Is, is this a new story, or is this contiguous? <laughs> well, it was a story with a digression. But, um... I was walking home... Uh, oh, that whole poop thing was a digression? It was just to illustrate how annoying uh, the residents were on that floor. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, I'm walking home at, like, midnight. Because the the meet wasn't early, but I just didn't want to, like, be all rowdy and mm-hmm. drinking and whatnot. I feel you. Yeah, so I was walking home at midnight, but then that put me in an interesting position to then stop by a bunch of my friends who were being rowdy on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Like, on the walk home. So... I, uh, I had a text from Kelly saying she could use a J-hug, so I stopped by a bar and waited outside, then she came out, and I, I gave her a J-hug. So <laughs> nice. that was, yeah. And then, what's, uh, what's the technique involved there? It's, it's, there's, you gotta do some stretches first. But, okay. Um, no, so then, we parted ways. Soul stretches or body stretches? Yep. Um, but, parted ways after a bit. And then I was walking, and then I realized, oh, wait, there's another party that I was invited to tonight that I could also stop by and see more people. So then stopped by there, said hi to a few folks. But it was like, I just, it was an interesting position to be, like, stone-cold sober on a Friday night, and then just stopping by all these different groups of friends who were all debauching. That sounds like a good song, stone-cold sober on a Friday night. Yeah. Or, like, maybe a poem. I feel like it's too long to be a song. Oh, man. Maybe an album. Yeah. Oh, side note. My, uh, <laughs> I guess, I don't know if this is the end of a story, but, um, my statistics professor said the sentence, um, I'm not proving anything. I'm just saying facts right now. And I said, <laughs> that's a pretty hard line. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, when is this kid, when is this guy's mixtape going to drop? But, um, <laughs> just facts without direction. Yeah. Yeah, but I I think he was trying to say, like, he's not, like, this isn't a proof that he's, uh, like, doing. He's like... Yeah. It's like, these are just true things. Uh-huh. But, um... But it, it just feels deeper than that. No, yeah, it was... Hit me deep. Um... Yeah. But... Warming up that soul. Yeah. But, um, all of that was in preparation for the race on Saturday afternoon, actually, so... Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to... 
slide in any stories before I really launch in. Uh, did you have any any anecdotes from being stone cold sober on a Friday night, or just that it was weird? I mean, not particularly. To be kind of a pa- a passive observer of society. I was just like walking back to my apartment, just like through the night, and I was just like, ah, oh, yes, mm-hmm. like I have my backpack on. I'm wearing like sweats. I'm like all cozy. Yeah. I'm just like, I I really felt like I was on a safari, like observing the college life. Yeah, and you can like hear all the debauchery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been in those shoes. I've walked that path. Mm-hmm. I've walked that floor. Yeah, I've seen this room and I've walked this floor. You know. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going for. Nice. Uh, but no, you got you got momentum. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. Well, Brian, I woke up the next day, um, late, later than I wanted to, because I always feel like it's good to wake up early on a race day. But I also felt like sleep took priority. So. Yeah. Woke up kind of late, was eating breakfast, trying to get things sorted out. Realized that I still had not received a third driver for the cross-country meet. Oh, yeah, because you're kind of in charge of that now, huh? Yeah, so I was like, hey, guys, like, we definitely need another driver. Uh, (laughs) Hard cut to you driving two vans at once. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, that, I wasn't able to work that out until, like, 20 minutes before I had to leave. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Isn't there, like, paperwork involved? We weren't taking vans. Oh, okay. Personal vehicles? Personal vehicles. We're actually going to make it through the whole season without vans. Interesting. Yeah. So. I can't remember. Does that make things easier? Cheaper? Yeah, we don't have to fill out as much paperwork. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Which is good because nobody knows what they're doing this year. <laughs> um, so it's just like most other years. Well, Brian, usually there's the benefit of the, at least one person having done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there something going on? There's mole people above me now. <laughs> oh no, the moles have taken over all levels. <laughs> when did they? Well, no, because you 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 lowered yourself to their level, didn't you? Yeah, and then rather than combat me on fair battlegrounds, they just. Moved into my home camp. Yeah, they took your... <laughs> Pull the old switcheroo. Yeah. Um, so, I sorted out driving. Then I, uh... We drove to the meet. <laughs> Since that was all sorted out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Well, and honestly, what happened was I found a third driver, but then enough people had quit the meet to where the third driver showed up to, like, have my back, and then I was like, all right, looks like we don't need you anymore, so I'm going to follow you back to your house and pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, it all worked out. Anyhow, um, the race itself, you've been to Shelbyville cross-country course? I believe so. Yeah. It's been some time, though, I don't exactly remember. Well, it's a classic, Brian. Um, the Shelbyville classic? No, 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 no. Um, oh. <laughs> but, it's a fast course, it doesn't have... The, the trying hills and forest stretches of last week. So mm-hmm. we started the race, and this was the first, like, Nurka race. So it's like we're racing against all the clubs. It's very high density. Oh, okay, runs, okay. Yeah. So it was good competition, and I honestly went out at the same pace as last time, pretty much. Okay. Which was very Because bad. you still think you... Sh- you still think you ought to be able to run at that pace, right? Well, Brian, my plan was to run, so I, last week I went out aiming for 3 minutes and 30 seconds for each kilometer. And then at 4 kilometers halfway, I was gassed. Not gassed, right. but far more tired than I should be. Mm-hmm. This time, 
I was like, I'm going to go out at 335 per kilometer. See how that feels. Safe. I think I hit like one 334 in the first 4K, but the other ones were all 330 or faster. Okay. So I was like, well, okay. Well, I'm feeling a lot better than last week, so I'm just going to keep rolling. Good, good. And then almost all of them were right around 330, um, which I believe I would have been like right on the cusp of breaking 28. Yeah. Had the course not been about 150 to 200 meters long. Yeah, I gotta. So gotta love that. Yeah. So I got a I got a, a decent sized PR, but I would have destroyed my PR on a properly measured course. I think. So you PR'd even with the extra distance. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm so. trying to remember what my practice was because I feel like most Nurka courses end up being long. Yeah. In my experience. So in that case. Do you report your PR as the the course time, or because your watch is set to kilometers too, right? Yeah. So do you say when you hit 8k? I don't know, man. Like when did your watch hit 8k? Like 170 meters before the finish. <laughs> well, yeah, but like what time? Oh, I think it was like basically 28 flat. Okay. Which would be far better than my exactly 29 flat from last week. Yeah. Because okay. I think, I remember I remember my fastest 8K being on a course that was long. Yeah. So I tell people, like, my PR is this, but my watch, my fastest 8K on my watch is this. Yeah. Which I don't remember either of those numbers now, but they were pretty good. Yeah, I, I always forget how fast you were. Were you like a 27 guy or a 26 guy? I think I was low 27s. Mm. And that was at that race where if... Like, my watch hit... My watch was sub-27. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna have to check the record, though, because I might be... I might be pumping myself up more than is yeah. true. Yeah. Well, luckily, Nurka keeps all of your records for you, but... Um, yeah. So, the race went well. Um, I wanna browse and look now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Then we scurried on home. And had some uh, some center court as a reward. Nice. But that was my Saturday. The only other big story I have is my Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you want to hear about my running endeavors lately? I would love to. Because, Jay, the plantar fasciitis recovery is going absolutely swimmingly. Oh, yeah? You're I have had zero... <laughs> I'm swimming again. No. Actually, I wanted to swim today, but... I froze my pool membership, and it still hasn't kicked back in. <laughs> I wanted to swim today, but the pool's frozen. <laughs> the pool's frozen solid. <laughs> Trying to work it out. Um, no, so it kicks back in on November 1st. So I called. I was like, can I just, like, prorate one week or something, or do I really have to wait? Because I think I canceled it in, like, the middle of a month. I don't really know what they're doing over there. Probably embezzling all my money. Probably. But, uh... They said I could pay, like, the $5 day pass fee for this week, and I was like, I'll see you next week. I'll see you <laughs> in hell. <laughs> yeah. So I went for a bike ride today instead, but I am on a, like, outlined schedule for my running again, so I have a calendar, so that's nice. I'm starting at 20-mile weeks, building up to 40, but I'm only running five days a week. 
but I have it mapped out for mileage as if I'm running seven days a week. So really, if I'm at a 20 mile week, I'm only running like 15 miles, but then the other days I'm cross training. Okay. So I figured that'd be a good way to get into it. I kind of want to, I want to try to work my way back up to 60 miles with cross training and then maybe phase out the cross training if I really want to dive all the way back into running. A 60 mile quote unquote seven day week? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so if I did a 60-mile week, then I'd be running, like, 50 miles and then cross-training the last 10. 60 miles, but you're going to cut out the long day and the medium-long day. So you're going to get yeah. 45. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so I'm just excited to be back on a schedule. Um, I've had no pain in my foot for the past, like, week or so. When I run, it feels tight-ish, almost. Mm-hmm. Or, like, tired, maybe, but not in pain. Is this your So calf? I feel like that's... No, it's uh, like the arch of my foot, basically, or like my heel, maybe. Um, But yeah, so I think that's it getting stronger, Mm. is me using it. Because, it's weird though, because I went for like a three-mile run, Mm -hmm. and I was like, whew, that felt like a lot of running. (laughs) Not that I I couldn't have gone farther, but I'm just like, I'm tired. And it's like, I know I could be this level of tired for like twice as long, and it wouldn't be an issue. But it just feels like a long time to be out there, just running. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to get the mental game back, too. It does, there is a mental aspect to it, for sure. Because I, yeah, it's been a while since I've been at 60 miles a week consistently. But, like, mm-hmm. um, when I switched back over to doing 25% long days rather than 20% long days, it was like, I mm-hmm. always thought that these super long runs were, like, way more taxing, but now it's like, eh, hey, like... I was running, was it 12 miles before, or 12 and a half for my long day? Uh-huh. But then when you switch to 25%, it's 15 miles for a long day, and it's like, right. oh my god. Yeah. But then, it's, uh, yeah. It's not even like it's super, yeah, like super tiring. Unless you're doing a progression run, then it's kind of tough. But still, like a 15-mile progression run is not much more difficult than a 12 and a half mile progression run. No. But it's just you're out there longer. Yeah. You're like... This is going to take two hours. (laughs) And, to be fair, those first few times, like, you feel really fit when you can run 12 miles at a decent speed, but, like, do you ever feel like your body knows exactly when you hit that usual longest run length? Yeah, like, you get to 11 and a half, or, like, like, if you're running 12 and a half, you get to 12 miles, and then you're like, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, you know if you set out to run 15, you would be fine, but since you're since your body knows that your mind has told it that you're only going 12 and a half, it's like once you hit 12, you're like, all right, time to start shutting off. Yeah. <laughs> or closing all the, opening all the breakers, closing all the breakers. I don't know. <laughs> Turning off all the steam. You took multiple circuits labs, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we never talked about breakers. <laughs> oh, man. Well, all just a quick is... quiz. Do you think a breaker breaks a circuit or closes a circuit? depends which way it's flipped so if you were trying to i guess shut her down you'd probably be opening the breakers yeah yeah because when we do a when we do an outage at the beginning you ask when's breaker open because then we can start our work Mm. and people want to know what the time is from breaker open to breaker closed Mm. so we're gonna we're gonna open all the breakers let out all the steam just let this guy deflate into the last half mile of this run. Nice, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so running's going well. Um, I kind of want to pick out a race that I can do as like a comeback race and like a checkpoint because I'm really curious to see like oh, if I could still go sub five right now. I I sub highly five, doubt I could Brian? go sub. I highly doubt I could do it, but it's been so long since it's been. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's been so long since I have gone for it on a mile and yeah. been over five minutes. I think you forget how fast sub six is. Sub six? Yeah. I could go sub six easy. You think? Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't know, man. I'm tempted to do it next week just to show you. <laughs> but, yeah, and then sub five, I'm quite confident I could not do. But that's just always been, like, a, as long as I can do this... I'll be happy mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I guess right now I'm not happy. Yeah, I don't know if I could break... I think I gotta be able to break <clears throat> five flat in a mile. Because I do my... I do 1,000s. I'll do seven 1,000 repeats at 520 pace. Okay. So I gotta be able to... You take do... long rest on those though, huh? Yeah. So do you think I could make it another 600 meters... At 20 seconds faster. Oh, that's a stretch. It'd but also tough. you're doing seven of them. If you do one, if you come to a track fresh and just run a mile, it's crazy how much faster you can go. Yeah. I bet you could do it. Maybe. What's your mile PR? 444. Huh. Yeah. Never I cracked into the 30s. Because granted, I say I've always been able to run sub five, but like a lot of them have been like 457. Yeah. When I go for it. And I'm like, okay, at least I'm still under five. Like, yeah. I've teetered on that edge. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's going to be my goal for now, is to get back there. Oh, man. Well, maybe... Yeah, I don't know what my track season's going to hold, because I'm going to be up in Dayton. Yeah. So. I was and, thinking uh, Thanksgiving would be a good time for a checkpoint race, for me ooh. to see where I'm at. But uh, we're going to be in Zanesville, so... I don't really know how many big Thanksgiving 5Ks are there. And I'm actually flying in on Thanksgiving, so there's yeah. really no hope. Well, I don't know what the exact plan is. It's been floated that we might be in Columbus. That area. Yeah, somewhere. around there. But, uh, Brian, I think that might be a good time for a head-to-head mile. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll get my ass handed to me. I'll be in the depths of my 10-day hiatus after, like, a three-week taper. Okay. Sure, we can try a head-to-head mile. <laughs> a podcast the, point is on the line. The gauntlet has been thrown. People, place your bets now. Yeah. I'm betting on you. Well, I also, <laughs> Brian, so after my race that went well, I had my long run the day after, and uh, following that, I'm, I have pain in my right lower leg. That's no good. Yeah, so I don't... It feels muscular, or like... I don't know, it doesn't feel like an injury, if that makes any sense. But it did hurt all day. Okay, I know what you mean. One of those things that you're like, this will probably pass, but it's really bothering me right now. I mean, I hope it passes. I ran through it today. Yeah. So I think it's fine. Alright. On Thanksgiving, by Thanksgiving, I'll be up to a five-mile long day. Okay, and then I am running next weekend, and then taking ten days off. Where will that put me? Running next weekend and then taking 10 days off? Yeah, not this one, but the next one. I think you'll be right at the end of your 10 days off then. My comeback. Let me me get my calendar up. 
Okay, so you're saying you're taking, you're running next weekend. This yes. is great podcasting right here. It is. So you're running next weekend. Yes. And then... Not this approach. What about the weekend? The one after. And the one after? Not this approaching one, but the one after. November 6th. You're running? Yes. Nationals? Yes. And then you're taking 10 days off? Yes. Two weeks, basically. Okay, so you'll have one week of training then. Nice. Alright. Yeah. That's all the data for you guys. For the listeners, if you want to place your bets, uh, we'll set the lines for betting eventually. We'll see what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I guess that'll be exciting. I That's think something it, to look forward to. Oh yeah, Where are we sure. going to do it? Are we going to do it at Jesse Owens Stadium? We could do it at Jesse Owens Stadium. I, I don't think you're allowed on there. What if the public. we should like pitch this to the family and like make it an event? Oh no, maybe dad could get in there. I th- Dad's watched you and me run forever. He hasn't got to see us run in so long. I know, yeah. And like, think about it. We'll, could, have, we'll have a lot of the family there. We can have them place bets. They can all watch me just what, trounce you. <laughs> what if we make it like a cross-country mile, and we do it like around the grandma's pond or something? Oh, man. That could be fun. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah, we'll have to workshop it. I think we could make this a yeah. festive thing. We gotta mull this over. Yeah, yeah. we can make it... No. <laughs> and then we could, after our mile, we could have a festive beer mile. Ooh! <laughs> Get the whole family involved. Oh, boy. All right. I have my uh, 8K times pulled up here because I was looking at my training calendar now. Do you now? Um, yes. My PR I have listed here is 2709. Ooh. At the 2017 NERCA Regionals. Oh, dang. So I'm pretty sure that's probably course time, and yeah. that's the time that I went sub-27 on my watch. Okay, okay. So. Yeah. Alright, you think that's enough running talk for this episode? I think probably enough running talk. We've we've talked that we can walk the walk, but can we talk the talk? Um, yeah. Well, Brian, my Saturday night. Oh, um, wait, I had... I had <laughs> there was actually a running-related story I needed to share. Oh, throw it on me. Because now that my training is getting back on track, running loot is back. Oh, jeez. And I don't know if you follow my Snapchat closely to see what kind of loot I've been getting Not this week. really. <laughs> but the headline... <laughs> Was, um, so when I traveled back, there was, like, some weird in-between of, like, me readjusting my sleep schedule, and then me, like, I came in on, like, a cross-training day, and then the next day was a longer run, so I didn't want to do that run. Mm -hmm. Regardless, a couple days ago, I did my first run back in Wilmington, Mm -hmm. and the first running loot I found was a computer monitor, Jay. What? (laughs) Just sitting on the curve, and it had a sticky note that said, free, works. And I was like, that's all I need to hear. That sticky <laughs> so note speaking my up, language. <laughs> I was about three quarters of a mile from home. <laughs> so I pick up the monitor, <laughs> and I ran about 100 meters, and then I was like, this is stupid. So I put it back down, re- finished the run, got my bike, rode back, and got it and brought it home. Rode your bike, but of course. It's, Did you put the monitor yeah. in a basket that you have on the bike? <laughs> well, no, I cradled it in my left arm. You're a goofball. Kept my right hand on the brakes. Um, but yeah, it's an HD monitor. It's better than the one I had. The one I had, I got for $25 from a surplus sale. Yeah, you tried, to set, you tried to set me up to use that one time, and it did... I don't know, I couldn't figure out how to make it work, but it did not strike me as being... A very, uh, I don't know, desirable monitor. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, because it's not HD, so computers get really confused when they connect to it, and then it tries to auto-set the resolution, but that doesn't really do a great job either. Um, you have to have VGA cables, so I got a HDMI to VGA adapter. Jeez. Oh, but yeah, so this new one also does not take HDMI, but I already had all the cables for it. Um, but it is HD, so I plug it in, it looks really nice, automatically does the resolution good and everything. Nice. So yeah, I'm very pleased. And now I've been looking into uh, VGA splitter cables so that I can use both uh, monitors and have three screens. <laughs> oh jeez. That would be... That would be something. Yeah. And then, um, a couple days ago when I was running, I found an un unopened can of sugar-free Coke. Mm. The, like, brown so. one? No, it's still red, but it just says zero sugar. And it's not Coke Zero. Because I guess that's zero calories. Yeah. Maybe I need to take a closer look at this can. It's, it's like C-O-C-E. <laughs> yeah. But it's... Coase. Coase. Um, but it is... Uh, it's unopened. So I assume it's clean. Drinkable. Mm. Might use it for a Mueller special. I guess if you use Coke, it's not really a Mueller special. Might use it for a Roman Coke, though. Yeah, I think that's a Roman Coke. <laughs> <laughs> And also a drink frequently drank by the Mueller's, though. Ah, so. yes. Well, Brian. Yeah, that's all. That's the last point on running. No more running talk. Well, now that you mentioned running loot, on my long run this past Sunday, I did find a big, beautiful quarter. Ooh, nice. a find. Um, it was one of those ones where I... I a lot of penny. Go ahead. I was going to say, it was in a spot where I thought, this has to be welded to the ground. And I <laughs> stooped, and it, it, was just, it was just sitting there, right in, the, right in the crosswalk of a busy road. Huh. Yeah. Well, here you go. I've been finding a lot of pennies while I've been playing Pokemon Go lately. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, in the same place. I'll find a penny, pick it up, and then the next day I'll find another penny in that same place. And I'm like, is someone, someone watching me? Someone's trying to train you. Yeah. <laughs> one day you're just, like, yeah. out there for no reason. You don't know why. Yeah, one day I'll get to that spot and just bend over instinctively and be like, and then someone will come up behind me and take my wallet or something. Yeah. It's going to be full of pennies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, Brian. Yes, Jay. Let me consult my notes. Um, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate when you pick my bones. <laughs> yep. Get ready. <laughs> Give me your bones, Brian. <laughs> So I need full assurance that I'm going to come out of this with all of my bones. <laughs> oh, man. That was a reference to a different D&D stream that Brian and I don't watch, but... Yeah. Um, know some jokes, though, for some reason. Anyways, Brian, did you buy the tarp for the run club? No. Who I believe that was a... I believe that was a powers purchase. Okay, I guess I have a bone to pick with powers now we can't say his first name i know <laughs> i committed <laughs> gotta pick one or the other this yeah. is a one name basis podcast because that tarp is big enough for approximately six cross-country teams <laughs> i know <laughs> it is so insanely large it's probably a deal it's ludicrous brian like we <laughs> We roll up, and every other team has, like, a tent, and then, like, a tarp that's, like, maybe a little bit bigger, maybe the exact same size as the tent, 
and then we just uh-huh. roll up with no tent, but a tarp that is like triple the size of anybody else's tarp. And like people start looking at us because we're just setting our possessions on this tarp while it's clearly like might rain at the meet. Uh huh. <laughs> oh man, it's just absurd. And now I'm trying to dry out the tarp, Brian, because it did rain during the meet. Oh no. <laughs> and I have a large fence in my yard. But I cannot get this whole tarp hanging on the fence because it's so massive. <laughs> we had to hang, we had to attach it to the roof, and now it's blacking out the whole street. <laughs> yeah, but Brian, the thing is, is that it's been raining for the past three days. <laughs> so, like, so you just have a really wet tarp. Yeah, I'm just everyone's like, Jay, why is the tarp still on the fence? I'm just like, I'm drying it. Meanwhile, it's pouring, <laughs> pouring rain outside. Can't dry it inside. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, there's no other place where I could possibly dry this tarp. It needs to just be dry at some point. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so... Well, Jay, have you ever had a tarp and thought, man, I really wish this tarp was smaller? Other than now? <laughs> no. But, yeah, we were talking about it. We were, like, folding up the tarp, and they were just like, Jay, this is a pretty big tarp. I'm just like, yeah, we just want to be prepared in case we suddenly, like, quadruple our membership. Yeah, like, you never know. To be fair, Running Club has been seeing explosive growth over the past, like, decade. But the amount of, like, empty space there is on that tarp when we, like, put our stuff on it, it's like we have to strategically mm-hmm. place our possessions so that the tarp doesn't blow away. Because <laughs> if you put all the stuff stuff in one spot, then it can catch enough wind to flip all the stuff off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, uh... What anyway. happened there is Powers went through the same experience that I did with my king-size blanket. <laughs> it was like, I've never I've never had a tarp and thought I wish, like, this tarp is... Every time you have a tarp, you're like, this tarp isn't big enough. So I'm just yeah. gonna go full send to get the biggest tarp. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. really... I mean, I guess it's, it's easy to kind of miscalculate vastly how big a tarp might appear yeah. in reality. Here's what it is, Jay. I got it. I figured out his thinking. He was a genius. He was ahead of his time. Because we don't have a tent still, right? No, we have a tent. We do have a tent now. We don't know where it is, though. So, effectively, still don't have a tent. (laughs) Yeah. But at the time, we didn't have a tent either. And this tarp is big enough to put all your stuff on it and then still fold it in half and cover all your stuff. Yeah, we did do that at the meet. And I bet you were very grateful well, that Brian, the tarp was that big. This tarp, oh man, it's such a big tarp. <laughs> like we could have folded like, it. Think about the biggest tarp you've ever seen. It's bigger no, than that. No, big, bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> think of the tarp we used to make an ice skating rink in our backyard when we were little. That was a large tarp. Where did Dad get that tarp? I don't know. Probably got it from a running club. <laughs> From somewhere. <laughs> just like, we, we did not know what we were doing, man. <laughs> but, alright. Well, Brian. Yes, do you Jay. Wanna, do you want to hear about my evening? Um, well, I want to make a comment. Okay, the floor is yours. <laughs> thank you. Give me the <laughs> stick. <laughs> alright, thank you. Um... So, yes, me and Jay do hand a stick back and forth Yes, during recording this podcast remotely. That's why it takes us a week um, to record. So, um, yeah, we did a little jump cut there for Jay to hand me the stick. Um, anyways, any eggs. We mentioned uh, a reference to a D&D podcast, mm-hmm. D&D stream, but the D&D stream, the primary stream that we do watch, 
is back up. Yeah, it's I on. saw that. Season three. Have you started watching? I saw the first ten seconds accidentally. Oh, okay, okay. The only the only spoiler I have so far is that someone made a joke about grass. Ah. Uh, so I'll be ready for that. And I, I actually have already gotten to it, and I'm like, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll let you get to it on your own. Right. Um, but yeah, I was excited. You, did you end up watching all of Exandria Unlimited? I did not. Okay, well, you should have. Really? <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Like it gets you good or... Need... Well, no, just with... Uh, the new campaign starting. It's like they tie in... You know how they tie in stuff from past campaigns? Yeah. Yeah, there's some tie in there. Oh, gosh darn it. Now I gotta watch all that. Not a, not a ton. You can you can watch the campaign three and then decide if you want to go back or not, but... Yeah. It is what it is. I'm just excited that it started up. That was another exciting point of our otherwise pretty typical week, so... Yeah, maybe I need to start listening to it again. Because mm-hmm. I just do not have enough time to sit down and watch a four-hour YouTube video. Oh, definitely not. I want it, I want to watch the new campaign, especially in the beginning, yeah. to like get to know the characters and stuff. But just watching this one episode, I'm like, I don't know. I don't I don't watch things. It's, it's a lot to just sit down for. Yeah, I watch it. I, go ahead. Well, it's, I imagine it's tough for you when, like, if you're gonna watch something, you live with one other person who probably has zero interest in watching Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if I you could get her on board with that, that would be big. <laughs> I know, because I thought she was going to want to, because it's like fantasy, you know, it's the genre we like. Mm-hmm. And there was one time we were driving home from somewhere, I recall and this. I had Critical Role playing on Twitch, because the episode hadn't been put on YouTube or podcast yet. So I had the Twitch up, so I was driving, and then she just watched it. Um, and it, I think it was, like, the final battle of Campaign 2. Yeah. And she was, like, in. Like, she was freaking out when people were dying, like, going crazy when a lot of damage was dealt and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, yes, I got her. She's hooked. But then when I asked her if she wanted to watch this episode, she was like, no. Like, the, she said the only reason she watched it is because we were in a car with nothing else to do. And I was like, well, that's Dang fair. It. But you seemed, you seemed very interested. Yeah. So... I really She's interested enough that she enjoys hearing me talk about it and telling her about what happened. And she does like the voice actors. Like, yeah. she loves Laura Bailey. She loves Ashley Johnson. She's like, I just like them as people. Seems pretty genderist. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> she likes the other people, too. Um, but, yeah. Trying to get her. So far, I've been watching it while I stretch and eat after stretching. Okay. So I get a solid, like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes in per day. I'm honestly just getting so excited (laughs) for next semester. And I know I'm not going to have, like, unlimited time to watch things, but I'm really excited to live with Grant and Mike and watch a bunch of anime and then also catch up on um, Critical Role. Oh, yeah, because you know Grant's watching all four hours every week for sure. Yeah, no, and oh, man, I can watch it with Grant. That'll be so fun. That'll be so good. Um, this past week, I don't know if you pay attention to Discord, the Discord chats we have. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Nick and Mitch and Grant, like, did a Discord call and watched it, watched some of it together. Yeah, because they live stream it on YouTube now as well. Oh, okay. But it does start at 10 p.m. Yes. So it's good for West Coasters, but if over here we have to start at 10 and watch till two. Yeah, which is which, tough on a school night. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it, though, and I'm like, I don't do anything important. <laughs> I could do that if I really wanted to. Yeah. 
I'm wondering because I'll have to. I wonder when I'll have to be at work. Cause I next semester I'm only gonna live like five minutes away from work. Right. So I could wake up okay. pretty late. Yeah. Big possibilities for this new campaign that yeah. our favorite D and D players are starting. So I'm sure exciting times for the Wilson brothers. Yeah. But uh, there were a couple. Um, you know, we I Saturday night I had a you know, a pretty normal romp with my friends. You know, we were just mm-hmm. having a good time, drinking and whatnot. But uh, there were a couple twists that I wanted to discuss with you to see if you had any, ever encountered anything similar. Oh, boy. So we were playing games and whatnot. Um, one, one thing that I didn't realize in the moment how catastrophic it could be was we were playing that game um, Cheers to the Governor. Oh, great game. Yeah. So for those... I never want to play it, but every time I play it, it's a blast. Yeah, it's so fun. It's very simple. You don't need any materials. You basically are just going in a circle trying to count to 21. And when you get to 21, everyone says, cheers to the governor. And then whoever says cheers to the governor gets to make up a rule associated with a number. And the game ends once you have a rule for every number. And you get through them all. Yes. But if you ever mess up a rule, then everybody drinks and you start over. Yeah. Yeah. So, the first rule that's always built in is that 7 and 15 are switched, right? Right. Yes. Well, this time around, the first rule that I made was, instead of rule number, instead of saying 1, you say, Happy Birthday, Alex, which was universally enjoyed, except for Alex, maybe. Um, (laughs) Not his birthday, I'm assuming? Well, it was his birthday earlier that week. So, that's what kind of this gathering was for. But, um, the rule number 2, Brian... So very early in the game was that six and nine were switched. Okay. So it seems innocuous, right? Oh, it's just two more numbers are switched, right? Mm-hmm. But then you're counting and you go, okay, so it goes one, two, three, four, oh, five, no. nine, fifteen, eight, six, six. Ten, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, seven. <laughs> oh no. So that stretch is just garbage, and it took us like five times to get through that one rule and you I gotta just, be like doing math yeah <laughs> it's it's very it's a lot of numbers to keep track of and then by the time you start tacking on new rules like instead of 12 you meow it like uh-huh <laughs> it gets it gets wacky real quick but that just that one simple yeah. rule really just ruined us yeah um and i thought that was interesting i never considered it yeah worst game of that i ever played was when they said instead of saying 10 you have to do a backflip <laughs> yeah that really, yeah, a lot of injuries. Oh, man, that is rough. But, Brian, the other twist was that we were playing beer pong later. Okay. So, a classic. But what made it, I'd say, at least three times as fun was we had two of our friends sitting off to the side who were doing color commentary of the beer pong <laughs> Oh, yes. So like, I love it. Yeah, so it was... Um, Kelly was one of the original commentators. It was Kelly and Alex. And they were just, like, giving commentary, being like, oh, that was a tough cup. Now, you know, that one, really right there, that can be a momentum shift. Because, you know, you start getting that cup, it sets up the... And they were just, like, really laying into it. And everyone loved it so much that, like, basically everyone was sitting there around the table just watching the game. And then if they wanted to play, like, other people would fill in for commentary because we needed the color commentary at that point. Oh, yeah, once you go there, you can't go back. And then once it got down to crunch time, like, the announcers would be going crazy when somebody made a cup or somebody hit a rebuttal. 
and it was yeah. Just, people were screaming. It was buck wild. You gotta but, put that on their resume and go into broadcasting. No, yeah. So basically, what I learned is that color commentary can really elevate uh, a mundane game of beer pong. Yeah. yeah, I've tried that. Maybe not consistently, but here and there. If I'm watching people play something, like if a game, if an uh, an activity is going on and someone has to sit out, mm-hmm. if I sit out, I like to commentate. Okay. Just because it's, I don't know, it's something to do, and yeah. it's entertaining, and you're still involved. Some people, not a fan of commentary. Okay. <laughs> they get really rubbed the wrong way. Oh, man. Really gets in their head. But, uh, yeah. And you gotta know who you can, like, kind of make fun of in the commentary. Like, Alex is like absolutely someone... falling apart right now. I'm not sure what <laughs> exactly. he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't enjoy that. <laughs> but, yeah. by and large, I think it's... Uh, happily accepted yeah great way um, to elevate the experience that's like that's similar to the uh um how we say people need to just take more pictures just for the heck of it yeah Pe- people need to do more commentary yeah so aside from that the only thing of note was that we got canes at around ten thirty p.m Ooh, baby yeah and it did not end the evening i was very shocked a lot oh, of times when people get just... canes it just like kind of shuts t- puts the brakes on yeah but it was really just a, uh, it was a surge, you know? Yeah, just another stop in the night. Yeah, boosted the morale. But, um, yeah, other than that, a lot of fun was had. Woke up the next day, had my long run, played some D&D. You know, normal weekend stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to get a session ready for next week if everyone's available. Oh, jeez. This will be me setting up the session right here. That'll be effective. Okay, yeah. And then I'll just expect everyone to be online. Mm-hmm. But, Brian, that concludes all of my notes. Except for I have, like, one sub-note. Okay, yeah. My notes have also been concluded. Oh, well, I'll throw in my well, sub-note. I, okay, I, ha- I had other notes in case we didn't go long, because I didn't. I, I thought we were going to be struggling this week. Mm-hmm. But, as always, I've astonished our ability <laughs> to talk for one hour when we have almost nothing to talk about. <laughs> I think you could put a gun to both of our heads and say, talk for an hour without stopping. <laughs> and we could do it every Wait, time. Why, why, <laughs> why do we need to have a gun to our head? Well, like, usually people say, like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, you would be nervous if you had to do... Like, oh, I could shoot free throws all the time, but, like, put a gun to your head. Could you make a free throw? You know? Oh, yeah. And then it's like, us? I don't think we would have any troubles talking about anything for an hour. Um, yeah. But, Brian, my sub-note, I just had an mm-hmm. epiphany today that I mentioned it had been raining for the past, like, three days. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't have a rain jacket. <laughs> right, we've covered this. <laughs> and I've never had a rain jacket. Uh-huh. I've never come close to owning a rain jacket. I have that one that's too small that I got at the village discount outlet. Yeah. I've never even sniffed a rain jacket. Yeah, but how have I made it this far in life without owning a rain jacket? You know what I'm saying? Do you have a windbreaker? Or do you have, like, a meshy jacket? I mean, I have some that I use as rain jackets, but none of them are rain jackets. They don't keep me dry. Yeah, Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever had a rain jacket either. Until you left it in a bush. Well, that was not a rain jacket. Yes, it was. It was not. It was thinner than, it was one layer of, like, what is that, polyester? (laughs) 
don't think <laughs> not so. Not polyester. Rayon? What's the what's the swishy material? It just says 100% rain jacket on it. <laughs> Nylon? It's not a rain jacket. Like, you think that jacket was so much better than the other rain red jacket that yeah. I had? Those were, like, equivalent as far as keeping rain off of you. No way. It didn't have any sort of laminate? No. It was one layer of, like... Tent material, you know what I'm saying? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, tent material. Um, yeah. Well, Brian, I don't know. I think we we need rain jackets. People need rain jackets. <laughs> I don't think you need them. I think they're a luxury. Brian, when was the last time you had to walk in the rain? Uh, Once during my outage. I got really lucky, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I just have to walk in the rain a lot. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you walk every day. Yeah. Like, for a lot of the day. Outside. Yeah. I think I just need to buy a rain jacket. Yeah, probably be worthwhile for you. But, like, doesn't that seem like a luxury. thing? Doesn't that seem like a thing where it's always, like, like, parents are always like, ah, oh, you, you need a new rain jacket, or, like, you know? Yeah. Like, get your, like, yeah. It seems like something people would want you to have. It's like having a backpack, you know? Like, oh, you need a rain jacket. You need a backpack. You need, like... My friends... My friends had rain covers for their backpacks. Really? Yeah. I didn't even have a rain cover for myself. I mean, I have a rain cover for, like, my camping backpack, but... Jay, what do you need a rain jacket when you got the biggest tarp in the world? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I'll just make a tarp jacket. Just wrap yourself up in it. Oh, man. Well, maybe I'll have to order myself a rain jacket or something. I did I did have an umbrella. I've had umbrellas consistently. I hate umbrellas. Okay, that's a fair stance to take, I think. Do you like umbrellas? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like umbrellas. Hmm. They got the job done for me. Do they, though? Yeah. Because, in my mind, you have to carry a whole apparatus just to do yeah, a you d- bad job. It is annoying to have to carry it. Um, but I don't know. I got the job done for me. I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. Are you using it right? Well, like, I don't know, Brian. Like, it, the, the rain gets under the umbrella. You adjust the angle for the rain. I, I can't tell you how many times I would be flying down a hill on my penny board holding the umbrella basically <laughs> straight in front of me. <laughs> well, you were very cool in the rain. <laughs> yeah, dog. How do you stop? The same way when there's not rain. I was going down your a foot hi- on the ground. I was going down that hill. Also, you have an umbrella with you. That's a great breaks. <laughs> I was going down the hill from CCM Circle down to the stadium. Uh huh. And I realized, and I didn't realize that it had rained, like or like misted. The ground was wet, and I went yeah. down to foot break, and I just did not slow down at all. <laughs> Oh no. There's like cobblestones at the bottom of that hill, aren't there? I mean, there's like. There's always tenuous conditions. <laughs> given, enough, given enough distance on UC's campus. But. I didn't realize how few tools I had in my toolbox as far as stopping on that death trap of a plastic skateboard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the foot brake doesn't work, it's like you gotta bail. We're screwed. Yeah. Oh man, but uh. But yeah, so. I think rain jackets so the, are far better than, umbrella, than umbrellas, and I don't have one, and I'm upset about it, and I need to buy one. Okay. 
I, it might be the fact that I've never had a rain jacket, but for some reason I feel like I trust an umbrella more. Why? Especially if I have, like, my windbreaker on, because I know that's somewhat waterproof. Yeah. And then the umbrella is going to block, like, 90% of the rain. Well, that just feels like a hat on a hat, Brian. <laughs> well, now you're getting into the phase I had where I wore an umbrella hat around. <laughs> that also... <laughs> Do you remember? I feel like I tried to say a hat on a hat at one point, and I just said, I feel like you just, like, juggling too many hats or something. <laughs> or like, I think you I get said, too like, many idioms mixed up. Or I think I might have said, like, that's too many hats. And it's just like, yeah. ah, is that what you meant to say? <laughs> um, one, one of the guys at work one time, we were getting ready for an outage, and I forget what we were doing, but he said, I don't know, if we do that, guys, we're really going to bite ourselves in the ass. And it, it kind of all, it kind of sounds right, but I, it's not something people say. Because what do you mix up? It come, it'll, that'll come back to... That'll come back to bite us in the ass. Or we're really, like, shooting ourselves in the foot. We're gonna maybe? really gonna bite ourselves in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I love idioms, especially yep. when they get mixed up. But yeah, umbrella hats, I feel like, are a genius idea. They just need to be bigger. That will immediately be blown off of your head. <laughs> Not if you have a chin strap. <laughs> then you'll be blown away entirely. <laughs> then you can just fly around in the rain. It's like having a... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like having a trident with Riptide 3 in Minecraft. But uh, I don't think anyone's understanding that one. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because um, then when it's raining, if you have a trident that's enchanted with Riptide, you can throw it and you fly through the rain. What? Which is self-destructive if you don't have wings on. <laughs> oh, man. Because then you can throw it and fly up into the air, and then you're just you're just in, in the, the air, air, and then you fall. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Any eggs? Where did we land? Well, I think jacket? email. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell us your thoughts on rain jackets versus uh, umbrellas. Oh, speaking of telling us your thoughts, I gotta give a shout-out to one of our one of our greatest, most consistent listeners... Um, he hasn't emailed in, but we, we, you love all our listeners equally. Um, oh, yeah. Jovi, one of my friends, I went on a bike ride with him this week, and he told me he is a pancake man through and through. Oh, pancake man. Yeah, so he's, he's, uh, heading the helm of the pancake ship. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they can get, uh, I don't know. They can be feeling, I feel like a lot of times they can taste like nothing. Like, what, like, what is the... What's the primary flavor profile of a pancake? You you want it to be buttery. Okay. If it's not buttery, then it's just sweet-ish bread. Yeah. And I guess you rely on most of the sugar to come from the syrup. Uh-huh. But, I don't know. They're all starches also, with syrup. I don't, I don't dislike any of them. Yeah. Also, I did, <laughs> I did have uh, French toast at a restaurant this week. Yeah. And it was aggressively average. Custardy? I'm still uh, not custardy at all, Jay. You would have yeah. you would have been, uh, what's the word? Irate. I you would have been irate at this French toast. Oh jeez. It was. It was, it, like, wasn't, it was barely even. It was barely even eggy. Oh no. That's what I'm saying. I was like, this is just bread. <laughs> it's like toast. Oh, and I was like, oh wait, this is toast. My French toast is on the other plate. Ah. Uh. No, but uh, yeah, it was very, very average. But mm. I was eating it, and I was like, I think I'd still rather have this than a pancake. Hmm. 
Because I did choose it over the pancake. Maybe I'll have to go back and get the pancakes and see. Bold. I just love the texture of a French toast way more. When it's done right, at least. I like, I like the moisture. Pancakes are too dry a lot of the time. Wait, I, I kind of want to tell the story of how I arrived at this French toast now, because it's kind of funny. Okay. So Sydney and I were doing a little wedding planning, trying to chip away at it. We were yep. looking at caterers, and one of the caterers we want, um, I realized uh, they're called a time saver. Mm-hmm. And it's spelled T-H-Y-M-E, but then saver is also S-A-V-O-R. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it doesn't make sense, but I like that you replaced two words in there. <laughs> um, but then I was like, saver, and then I was on their website, I saw um, they also have a restaurant that's uh, Saver Southern Kitchen or something. Okay. I was like, that restaurant's right down the road, we pass it all the time. And we now know this is a, it looks like a crappy restaurant though. Mm-hmm. And... But we were like, we know this is a really good caterer. So we're like, I wonder if this restaurant's really good. And then we were like, well, if we're going to use them as a caterer, maybe we should eat at the restaurant. You want to go get, like, go there and get brunch? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's go get brunch. So we went and got brunch, and that's how I arrived at the French toast. Which is funny because um, the restaurant only serves breakfast, but then they also do catering. So then, like, eating brunch there really did nothing for us to gauge how good the catering's going to be. Hmm. But, I don't know. It so you did pick do. them, then? What? So you did pick them, then? Um, I called them today, and they did not answer. So. Ah. Promising. Yeah. But, dude, they have uh, hors d'oeuvres. Have yeah. you ever seen hors d'oeuvres written down on a piece of paper? I remember it being ludicrous. <laughs> it's like hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I saw that and was just blown away. That's one of those um, ones where it's like when you see charcuterie for the first time. Yeah. Or euchre. Yeah. Any eggs. Um, they have a bunch of hors d'oeuvres, and the hors d'oeuvres look freaking bomb, man. I'm like, okay. can we can we just get like a ton of hors d'oeuvres and not get entrees? <laughs> and then we were talking to our server at the restaurant, and he said he just went to a wedding last week where they catered it, but he was there like with a friend, yeah. like as a attendee. And he said he was eating the hors d'oeuvres. He's like, I don't even want the entrees. I'm just going to eat all these hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> and I was like, maybe we should do it. Like, I'm going to ask if that's an option. Just get a ton of hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. What would you think if instead of having entrees, we just had, like, a buffet of appetizers? Well, there's some pretty crazy hors d'oeuvres out there. I think the only downfall is that a lot of times they're, like, flavor bombs that you can't eat a ton of to, like, get a yeah. full meal. But, like, then again, there are some that are pretty, like, substantial. Like, you got, like, crab cakes, you got stuffed mushrooms. Yeah, like, you could make a good meal. I feel like it would be akin to Thanksgiving dinner, where you're just taking a little bit of a lot of sides, and then, like, turkey's technically the entree, but you're only taking a little bit of that. Yeah, that's true. So. Well, Brian, should I read the email? Yeah, get to it before I start talking about something else again. Well, alright. This one's from Taylor. Hey, Wilsons. So glad to hear that Jay had a marvelous time with Kelly's family in Michigan, and they used him for free manual labor as well. Yes, <laughs> since he is above Alabama in the football rankings, but I ain't scared of no Bearcats. Oh, you should <laughs> Well, be. you should be. Yeah, what, what, what are you, a, t- a Tide? Crimson Tide? I think that? they have an elephant. They have an elephant? There's that's, an elephant involved. That sounds like an afterthought. Um, that's what, yeah. I did not know there was an elephant until I started dating. Nobody Sydney. knows there's an elephant. There's just the Crimson Tide, and like... I don't yeah. know if you know this, but tides move very slowly. <laughs> yeah. And 
I I played in the tides as a child. Yeah, Bearcats. Never once did they defeat me. No. And the whole elephant thing, like, the elephant that's at Alabama is the elephant that's been in the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was Same gonna, elephant. I was sitting there being like, ooh, I'm going to make an elephant in the room joke. And then you started on something, I was like, oh, wait, Brian's doing something. And then you ended with an elephant in the room joke. <laughs> But freaking I, nailed it. Elephant in the room joke might be a strong word for it because you just sort of said it at the end of the sentence. It was a analogy. Like, the elephant in Alabama is the elephant that's been in the room. Yeah, I, how would you? We gotta workshop that one. Not all jokes are winners on the first try. Yeah, you know what? And that's the risk we run recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Brian. Yes, fruit flies can live and lay eggs on bananas. They always seem to be the worst for me, actually. So I highly recommend soaking all produce in water. Vinegar solution, if at all possible. Even the tough produce with skins can carry fruit flies. I know this might Hold be on. tough when you are on outage, so maybe a little spray bottle with the mixture and then rinse in the sink? And the vinegar might... No, no problem. <laughs> Hold on, I need to let you finish, but I have so many comments. <laughs> okay, and the vinegar I'm gonna let help. you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> And the vinegar might help clean your sink, especially if you put a little baking soda down the sink, too. And before you groan about this, both vinegar and baking soda are cheap and can be bought in small quantities and then thrown away at the end of the outage. Okay. Wow. So many comments. A. Yes, I'm aware they're very cheap and I would not mind buying them. B. I'm on expenses, so it matters even less. C. I'm hearing the solution to my clogged sink is to put more stuff in the sink. Well, Brian, (laughs) if you really think about it, I guess sinks are meant to have things go in them, but most specifically just water, I suppose. And baking soda. So, what would be the solution? Like, is there anything that you could do to a sink other than put things in it? So is it a surprise to you that fixing the sink involves putting things in it? You can pull stuff out of it. That's how I usually fix it. But how would you pull stuff out of it, Brian? You gotta get in the pipes. Yeah, put something in the pipes. (laughs) Huh? No. <laughs> you remove the pipe. <laughs> pipe out. In pipe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. No, I guess, okay, to get the stuff out, I stick a fork in there. <laughs> a fork? <laughs> I have limited access to tools. Sometimes a screwdriver. <laughs> Wait, Brian. I don't really have limited access to tools. I just use whatever tools around the house, and a fork works well. <laughs> oh, my word. I don't have a lady's fingers tool. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, have that like of a lady finger. The like uh, the, it's like a plunger on one end. Yeah, and then, and like it makes the claw. little fingers come out. Yeah, that's called a lady finger. I don't like that. I know. I learned this when I was at an outage, and we were doing an inventory on one of the toolboxes, and we were like, "It says lady fingers." <laughs> <laughs> Anyone know anyone know what that means? Oh jeez. Like a lot of people didn't know <laughs> until we found it in the toolbox and we're like, do you think this is ladies' fingers? And it was like, oh yeah, those are right by the knife drawer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, what else was in there? Um I can soak my I can soaking your fruit in water. Yeah. So that's that's almost what I was trying to do by uh, flushing out the fruit flies by having stagnant water. You know, technically, I guess, Brian. <laughs> but, so do you, you soak it in water, 
and then you take it out of the water and you're good to go? Yeah. Or do you leave it in water all the time? I think, well, you know, you don't have a fruit tub. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Is that where bobbing for apples is a thing? No, I think you just soak the fruit for a while. Like, what'd you say, 30 minutes? And then take it out? Yeah. I don't know. Um, for 30 minutes? She didn't say a time period. So Does just that, like, drown the eggs, maybe? I guess. But then does it prevent them from laying more eggs? Because vinegar is better. But also I use like apple cider vinegar to attract fruit flies and then catch them in soap. Mmm. So. Maybe they'll just grow I'm stronger. And also she's a fruit fly soap. lobbyist. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to trick me and I'm going to have a whole like, you just have a cloud of fruit flies in your house. <laughs> I open the door to leave my hotel room. Wait, wasn't it a thing in, like, Drake and Josh or something where one of them had, like, a, a fish tank full of fruit flies that they were going to put in somebody's car? Oh, that sounds familiar. But I'm not like, what sure. you got there? And they're just like, fruit flies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that was definitely a thing. Um, and if I soak my fruit in apple cider vinegar, is it going to change the flavor? Maybe not of apples. What are you worried about? Yeah, I guess everything else has a peel, right? What about pears? Or peaches? What do you eat the outside of? I think you're fine. I feel like if you soaked a peach in anything, I feel like that peach is going to go Getting through some there. changes. Yeah, it's going to go through some, like, I don't know, evolution. <laughs> it's an apple now. What happened? <laughs> is this how fruit works? <laughs> but alright. Okay. Taylor goes on to say, Totally got sidetracked creating a timeline and the big events of my life. Really makes you think about what is important. Great ad. Did you use time.graphics? Time.graphics. Yes! <laughs> Did we get a bonus? We honestly are just going to make ourselves sponsored by time.graphics. Six more paying. months, baby! <laughs> I don't know how that works. Do I get a referral or something? I don't, I don't know. know. But she goes on to say, don't think they're going to let you back into that Hampton, Brian. And yes, loved the creature reference, and I'm so glad that I was recognized as a Harry Potter nerd. I'm yes. trying not to be offended about how critical you are about my emails. I also text both of you often to talk about random other things. Does your precious Nick do that? Again, she misspelled Nick. I, I don't know. <laughs> this is just rude at this point. Again, sorry Nick if you are listening. I am just super competitive. Haha. <laughs> And of course Nick is going to have super long emails to send. He is catching up on the greatness that is the Weekly Wilson. Okay, now she's just now she's just trying to get on our good side. Mm -hmm. But I don't know I don't know why I'm like <laughs> We're really playing hard to uh, get here. <laughs> well, I mean, Brian, you know, we have two fans now. I know. That I it you know, Yep. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> we've been wa we've been watching a lot of Glee in this house lately, and it's taken me back to high school vibes. You're watching Glee, Brian. Sydney's watching Glee. <laughs> I'm upset with you. I'm playing Minecraft while Sydney watches Glee. Oh jeez. But yeah, in high school, best way to get somebody play hard to get. So, and most of our listeners are high schoolers, like Taylor. So. Yeah. Well, you won't think Glee is so great when Sydney throws a slushy in your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah any eggs um, wow that pancake versus waffle french toast debate was much more heated than I thought it would be I personally love my mom's french toast I'm not the greatest at making it but I still will take french toast over waffles or pancakes any day 
Then she goes on to rank hers. One, best French toast. Two, average French toast. Three, best waffle. Four, best pancake. Five, average waffle. Six, average pancake. <laughs> okay. Top of my head, I think I agree with that. Yeah. I think that's a really good list. She didn't rank really all the list. other things that we wanted her to rank, though. Yeah, where is Sriracha Bisque? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, she says... <laughs> oh, never mind. Um, I lost track of all the other things I was supposed to rank, so you'll just have to live with this list. <laughs> Fair enough. Until next well week, played. unless otherwise noted, Taylor. Nice. Yeah, um, that's a point that I forgot during the podcast, but remembered later in the week, that Sydney's mom makes some bomb French toast. Oh, yeah. So... Brings it up on the list for me. Better than Taylor's mom? Yes. Taylor's mom has some improving to do. Okay. <laughs> well, Brian, do you have any closing remarks on this pod that somehow went an hour 20? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I feel well, like a few more thoughts flitted through my head, but they are better off staying there. Yeah, well, sometimes... That's the way it goes. That's our show, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, once again, you can email the podcast at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. That is weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Send us your spam. You can just forward it right along to us if you so desire. Um, but we would appreciate, you know, more rankings of those pancakes and waffles coming in. That's always a fun time. Or you could send us a suggestion for something you want us to talk about. Really, well, wait, what was, our, what was our call to action this week. What were we talking about? What? We had a call to action. Did we? Was it about tarps? Was it about... Oh, the... Placing their bets for the... Oh, yeah. Wilson versus Wilson classic. Okay, yeah, so... Make sure you email in uh, how much you think I'm going to win by. Um, <laughs> but until the end of next week, and unless otherwise noted, my name is Jay Wilson, his name is Brian Wilson, and this has been The Weekly Wilson. Short and sweet again. Just like some of these hors d'oeuvres. You want to hear some of these hors d'oeuvres, Jay? Lay them on me. Alright, first one on the list. Seared ahi tuna. Is that ahi or seared? Pick one. Ahi? I thought ahi was a type of tuna. Ahi is raw tuna. Huh. So, I bet the edges are seared. Okay. Grape and goat cheese truffles. Okay. Anyone who's anticipating coming to my wedding, place your votes for these. Open face mini lobster roll. <laughs> Hold on. We need to end on a good one. Mm. Collard greens. Ugh. Hmm... <laughs> Mm. Nope, that was all the good ones. We're done here. All right. <laughs> Shrimp and grits martini. I'm interested. What? Wait, wait. What? <laughs> is it a mart? Is it alcoholic? It also it says Shrimp and grits martini award winning. What award? <laughs> the most perplexing <laughs> appetizer ever created. Probably. I'll follow. To imagine up. drinking alcoholic shrimp and grits. 